0: We are live. <clears throat> Let that intro song be a welcome to you guys as we start on a on a on a journey, a discussion, a conversation. Welcome to the
1: dead Cast. I'm your host Timon, and I'm not your host, Dad. Nice, you're my guest. I'm just laughing. Yeah, you got that. You know, you you got a little instrument panel there, and you brought the music down, and you have an intro and. I don't know. Pretty God, impressed, Timman Yeah, thanks, man. man. i I'm Can't impressed. figure out the, bugging, the buzzing sound, though. Yeah, there's a little buzzing sound, but... Oh, that was your... Okay, here's mine. Um, if I get the tap here, I don't want to... I don't have a cup to put it in, but... Nice. Nice. This is Brew Dog, Hazy Jane Peach. How is it? Pretty tasty? Brewed in Ohio. Yeah has a yeah it's not sweet but there's peach there for yeah, sure yeah yeah can i taste it yes
0: right. uh, welcome folks this is the dad cast i'm your host Timmin, <laughs> and uh didn't we say that yeah well I just <laughs> want to know that the dad cast is one of three podcasts i do i have the Timmon and lincoln show Timmin's podcast and the dad cast all on Timmin's podcast network which you're listening to on any place that you can get podcasts um used to do YouTube videos, but I don't know about that stuff. YouTube ske- sketches me out, man. Yeah. Sketches me out. But the real reason why I don't do YouTube videos is I can't figure out <laughs> how to do them. <laughs> Everything uh, I need to do to record, who, it doesn't work. Wait, so.
1: who, who, um, wasn't Black Jay that you talked to? Oh, or Quentin? Yeah. Um, it was Trayvon. Trayvon. He might have some ideas. But I talked to him a little, or I'm sorry, you? not Trayvon, John Trey. John Trey.
0: I talked to him a little bit about it. Um, He does have some ideas. I have to buy equipment to do it, which actually would probably be good to upgrade it. I could do it with my phone, but my phone's not working. That's the problem. Uh, And I've tried to do it with my phone in the the past. So,
1: you know. Okay. I'm cool with just podcasting right now. That's cool. This will be a shorter one, right? Because we uh, tell them what we're doing. We're brewing. Yep. From scratch. From scratch. First time We've always done kits that. before this time. and yeah, We're actually making alcohol. Um, god's nectar. <laughs> we're, yep. Nectar we're of the gods. Beer. Nectar of God. In about three weeks, we're going to put blueberries in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Blueberry beer. A saison. Making a summer saison. Uh, we're doing it. We went all out, but it, sh- it should be fine. Yeah. It will be solid. So we have less
1: than an hour now before we have to get back to it uh 47 minutes holy cow so we gotta Not get that into the cows it. are holy okay so are there some cows holy
0: there's supposed to be one right there's one cow that's supposed to be holy, holy. cow that's what yeah. we've all been talking about all
1: yeah. these years yeah
0: okay okay you know, you got so, stuff you want to talk about let's get to it Yeah. you don't have time
1: hey folks this is uh th- <laughs> the dadcast <laughs> all right you asked me some great questions last time when we talked about Nakash okay. in the Garden, yeah. and you kept a, you kept saying, uh, why, "Why do what? Can we put a bow on this? Why do we need to know this?" Yeah. So, what? How we apply this? I was really thinking about that. Nice. So, what I'm going to talk to you about is like like I haven't had podcasts. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I read books. I'm this is where I'm accumulating ideas from probably about ten different theologians, but. Um. yeah i was thinking on this i mean other people may have with what i'm going to tell you probably maybe other people have thought of i'm not saying okay. that it's not Do you out there. think this is a unique your thought it's what i've been thinking about
0: myself so but this didn't come from a podcast or another not, theologian, theologian? No. okay no
1: but i think it probably is there yeah. so i i don't mean to be taking like patting myself on the back i'm just saying it's probably other people have thought of it but I but, you, but I haven't heard it, so right. that you can remember. Yeah, so I wrote down why is this information? You know all these things that we're covering Genesis mm-hmm. three, six, eleven. I was supposed to say eleven last time. I'm going to preach on chapter eleven, not chapter nine. So, okay, but just yeah. Three, six, eleven. When, when I <laughs> when I listen back, to I, I there's always little details that I get wrong. So just let you know. Because hey, um, you're human. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so why is this stuff important? Why should we care, care about all this weird stuff? So I wrote down, you should know your purpose and who your enemy is. And the fallen realm has been running a psyop against humanity from the beginning. So, and you know what a psyop is? A psychological psychological Operation. warfare. Yep. Uh, and that psyop has been to obscure the past, to dumb down the supernatural, and then to trick humans into... To cooperating in their own self-destruction. Hmm. Now that there may be more to it, but that's I, I think in threes a lot. It kind of fits. Nice. Makes sense. Yep. So we've been born into the middle of a war. So were our ancestors. It's just hard, you know. You don't know what's going on. You're born into the middle of it, and then you don't have uh, many people training you about what's going on in the supernatural realm. So, um, so yeah. That's why it's important to know all the stuff that we're covering, to know your purpose and know your enemy, and to realize you're in the middle of a war and there's a psyop against you. And once you become aware of that, you begin to put together things in, in a lot deeper way, and I think you'll live differently. Hmm. Does that make sense? Or just I don't know, a, know if that's aware of what's quite, going on around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not the greatest bow on it, but it's a nice bow. But you asked, you kept asking that, and I'm like, I, why? Why? So that's what I came up with. Nice. So, yeah, thank you. And you, (laughs) and you can ask more questions, but okay. So then this is the download that I was kind of thinking about recently just yesterday and today. I mean, I wrote this out this morning before church, Nice. you know, I like to get up and start typing away. So, and I titled this, the Edenic mandate. So the mandate from Eden. Okay. All right. And we kind of, Garden of the Garden of Eden. Garden of Eden. So, again, I. This is my idea. I don't have backup for this, but so I think the the it, edenic mandate from God is that since we bear His image, we should act accordingly. So, we're supposed to subdue the earth and expand the model of Eden everywhere. Okay, and that's our purpose, right? And this does not mean that we beat the earth into submission. Rather, we're supposed to harness its potential, enjoy its beauty and its benefits, like your backyard full of a garden. Hmm. I mean, why do you enjoy that? You're kind of spreading the Edenic vision right in your own backyard. you know. Okay, so Eden was pure, it was orderly, it was beautiful, peaceful, abundant. And the natural and supernatural realms coexisted unhidden from each other back then, right? And Just Adam both partying <laughs> together. And Adam and Eve had an unhindered communion with God in Eden. It was a place where God's will was accomplished on earth as it is in heaven. So that's my definition of the Edenic mandate. Now people may disagree with that, but that's what I've come up with so far. That's what you think we are called to do. A big thing, though. I, I think we have individual callings that are smaller and detailed uh, corporate than corporate calling. Yeah, but that's kind of what we're. I think that's what we're. One of the big things we're called to do. Mm.
0: I know Allison, my wife. She's been wa- she watched this video called uh, "Back to Eden," and it's about gardening, like mm. back when they garden in Eden. Mm-hmm. And the whole thought process is if you can cultivate a space where all of the crops are they'll work together and you don't even have to do any work wow yeah you just let them all go and as well as long as it's they're positioned well like how they're supposed to be positioned you could literally have a whole garden that's the best fruit the most you know yield or whatever mm-hmm. and they'll all be working symbiotically and the whole thought process is just let, let it do its thing. And it's easier if you let it grow itself instead of trying to maintain it and work it and stuff. So
1: That's good. I like that.
0: Yeah. There's, like, some stuff you have to do. You have to set in place the boundaries and p- plant the right things. But then eventually the whole process is it'll grow itself. Mm-hmm. And it'll be self-sustaining and stuff. So really interesting concept. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That cool. It's just it works. You know, this is how it's supposed to work.
1: Yeah. So, okay. So I'm no good. I like that. Um, So I, uh, thinking of this Edenic mandate and I, this could change because I've only thought of it this morning and last night. Um, There seems to be four major times when God hit the reset button and reestablished the Edenic mandate. Okay. So, so what I wrote down was, and you can see it's not very big for me. It's just small paragraph, a, a, a paragraph here, and I'll tell you what I'll I'll tell you the four times, but then I'll tell you how they got thwarted each time. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so let me tell you the four times first, and then I'll go back and okay. explain number it. one. And then you and you you can ask me questions because when you ask me questions, you make me have think to think. It. Number one. <laughs> so number one, God established. The Edenic Mandate with Adam and Eve, Genesis one twenty-eight, and we know that. I could have called that one. That made sense. Yeah. Adam and Eve, first one. Adam okay. and Eve. Now, I'm not going to tell you what happened to it, but that was the first mandate.
0: Are they still here? Are they still?
1: Adam and Eve are gone, are they, but... Oh, okay. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> uh, number one, Adam and Eve. Number two? Number two, God reestablishes the Edenic Mandate with Noah. Okay. That's Genesis it. 9. That was my... Yep. And you can read those on your own. And number three, God reestablished. Yep. Genesis 11, right here? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Different. Oh, okay, That's good, good call, though. Okay. Uh, God reestablished the Edenic mandate with Abram and then the future nation of Israel. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you want to look up stuff, you know, you look in Genesis 12, 1 through 3, Genesis 13, 14 through 17, Genesis 17, 1 through 8. Those are all. Um, times when God f- actually stood face to face with Abraham and and gave him prophecy of what he was going to do and there's even more than just that okay and then the the nation of Israel if you look into exodus 19 5 through8 and Deuteronomy 28 1 through14 those are th- places where God is calling Israel into that mandate of you know, that's
0: in Mo uh, Moses' time. Yes, exactly. So Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. no Abraham, Moses.
1: Exactly. Okay. okay. And Abraham's the, so the ancestor of Israel. It happens four times in the first five books. Yeah. Well, it happens with that's those that's only number three. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's another one. Okay. So, but you would say Abraham and Moses are the same? Yeah. I'm just what I'm saying is Abraham the the. God reestablishing the Edenic mandate was with Abraham, but then through the future, he, he was calling Israel into that too, but is, Israel didn't exist yet, okay. they ha- you know, because it's just one man and then it becomes a nation. Okay. And I'm, so I'm just establishing that God was was talking to both. And then reestablish. Abraham yeah. Abram and then Israel, yeah. Okay. And, and it, as you go along, it does, isn't that God goes, fulfill uh, fill the earth and subdue it. It isn't that, but that mandate is still there. It's like, do this. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to bless you. You're going to bless the world. That's what's kind of going on with Abraham and Israel, but it's still that establishing Eden. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So that was number three. And and we're going to go back through these, but, and then number four, God reestablishes the Edenic mandate with the church. Matthew 28, 19 through 20. the Great Commission. And Jeremiah 31, even though Jeremiah is before the church exists, Jeremiah is saying, there's going to come a day when I'm going to establish a new covenant with Israel. Um, I'm going to give them a heart, a new heart and a new covenant. And I'm going to write my laws on their heart. And then if you couple, I know that Jeremiah is talking about Israel, but if you couple that with Galatians chapter 3, Paul says, um, everyone who responds to God in faith is a child of Abraham. So we're connected in Grafted. to that new covenant. Jeremiah was seeing the New Testament church in a way. He's calling it Israel. Said, you know, it, all of Israel is gonna have a new covenant with God. They're gonna they're gonna have a relationship with Him. He's gonna write His laws on their heart. And then I'm mixing that with Galatians three where. Paul says that the real people of Israel are the ones who are by faith mm. um, walking with God, Gentile and Jewish people. So the first one's Adam. Adam. Second one is Noah. Noah.
0: Third one is? Abram and Israel. Yeah, the fourth one is? The church. The church. Okay. Very
1: good. I'm glad you're... <clears throat> Let's wrap it up, put a mm-hmm. bow on it. Okay. Interesting. There may be more, but that's... I was just shooting from the hip. This is what I was seeing. Okay. So,
0: so they, that's where it's all just established over and over and over again, four times. Yep. If and not then, if not more. If but not more. And then it gets thwarted. Four every times.
1: time. So every let's go back through. Let's go back to Adam and Eve. Adam so and Eve, which we kind of talked about last one. Yes. Yeah. That's the first sermon. Uh, so yeah, God established the Edenic mandate with Adam and Eve, but that was corrupted by Nikosh. Nikosh. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that was on your tongue, wasn't it? Well, I didn't know that you want me to say anything. Okay,
0: give yeah. it. I was waiting for the <laughs> listeners at home. I was waiting. Oh, yeah, that was, I was waiting for them to say Nikosh. Was, Nikosh. Good job. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. you said it correctly.
1: On to the second one. Yeah. So that that's where the first corruption of the the mandate got messed up, and then there are later things that happen, like the hostile takeover of the Watcher Rebellion, where they tried to in Genesis six, where they uh, the fallen realm tried to create a breed of um, Nephilim that would that would actually basically push us out of our position mm. okay so that they're corrupting that edenic mandate and then what results God has to flood the earth and that's where he wipes out all the Nephilim and all you know all life except Noah and his family mm and he, bow- and at that point he bound the watchers into Tartarus. So because they, because were, I haven't covered that yeah. yet, but I, I won't go into a lot of it, but yeah. Pretty wild. It's pretty wild right there, man. So that's the, f- the first mandate
0: and, and then how it was corrupted. He, he he bound them and threw them in because they got so close to overthrowing us. You think?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. So check I get, Go on second (laughs) do it go for it okay so the second time god reestablished he so no one his family get off the ark and god immediately reestablishes that edenic you know mandate Yep. um subdue the earth fill it up take it over i'm gonna bless you Mm -hmm. you that kind of stuff right so that's great well doesn't take but a couple centuries and the sons of noah not not the immediate sons of noah but the sons, of the, the, sons sons of of the sons of Noah begin to commune with the underworld, right? And then Nimrod becomes a gibberim, and I'm going to explain that later. But a gibberim is not a human, or not completely human. They're a, a giant form, or they have supernatural powers. Something that that word is there's a lot behind that word. So it says that Nimrod was became a gibberim, so mm-hmm. he's there's some demonic dna manipulation going on right <laughs> i know if people aren't taught that but and and then that the tower of babel is built because they're planning a war with god which is so stupid and then of course what are this was the, what's the re- result god comes down confuses the language separates and disperses all the nations over he separates them out and and that's where god finally says okay you you're you don't want me to be your ruler. I'm going to give you over to lesser celestial beings. They're going to become your rulers.
0: The 72 again, or whatever is it is. Yeah, the
1: 70 or 72, 72, 70 nations. And so God gives them over to... Um, basically, this is where all of those ancient myths come from, the ancient Sumerian, Egyptian... I, yeah, you know, Baal, Baal worship, all of that stuff. Yeah. They're worshiping fallen entities who have been assigned to be over them because they reject because they rejected god at the tarpus
0: like that type of stuff exactly all all that the greek one the ones of the greeks the romans
1: yep okay
0: makes sense where do you think they're finding how are they finding these gods
1: these gods are these beings are manifesting themselves to these people to these people
0: it was like they they had like prophetists, and Mm -hmm. they were doing probably rituals and things like that, right? Yep. So you think they're physically interacting with these spiritual beings?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Like the old school witchcraft? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They were. And uh, that's where you begin to see the PSYOP take place, because when you look at ancient... um, uh, There's these themes reoccurring. And I'm not... I only know this barely, but there are these themes recurring in ancient mythology where the half-breed demigods, you know, the ones that are half-human, half they're the heroes, (laughs) but you and I know that they're the Nephilim, and we've talked about that before, that, you know, Hollywood is kind of onto that, that's why they're, they're like, they're like uh, glorifying the half-breed people like the Eternals and you know, the Marvel stuff. That's really going deep into that stuff. And it's another PSYOP. It's, they're making them the heroes. The, they're like wonderful people that save us humans. But we know from Scripture that the Nephilim, these creatures, you know, the fallen angels and the Nephilim, they really didn't help us. They, you know, they advanced our technology and our warfare and stuff like that, but... it. <laughs> but they were using us as puppets. Mm. Okay. So that's the great delusion. So because people look at the past and they either go, Oh, these myths are a bunch of things made up or back then they were like, well, Zeus and Saturn and Pluto and all They're all wonderful things. They're, they're great gods that we worship. So either way, you're either you think it's a bunch of baloney or you're all in or you're all in. And and either both are a deception. Yeah, both work. So both work for them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was the, that was the second. Okay. The third time that God reestablished the Edenic mandate was with Abraham, or he was called Abram before that. You know, his name was changed, but Abram. And uh, that's where that's after the Tower of Babel, when God said, "Okay, I'm going to give all these nations." You know, people on podcasts can't see this. I'm waving my hands to Tim and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to give all these nations over to lesser beings. And they're going to, and he even warns them, don't worship them. But of course, men did. Mm -hmm. And God said, I'm going to work with one nation, Israel. Even though Israel was not physically born yet, God goes out and he finds Abraham. Not that he had to look for him. God knew and that's the point where he he gives the nations over to their desires because they didn't want god then he starts with one man abram and starts working with him hmm. and uh so he's reestablishing that edenic call you know you see all you know god is telling abram you know i'm going to i'm going to bless you and those who curse you will be cursed those who bless you will be blessed through you, all the nations will be blessed. It's, it's an, another Edenic kind of mandate, if that makes sense.
0: How is it thwarted? Good question.
1: You set that up one. I set that one up well. I, so, that was good. Uh, so the Amorite clans who are all through the Promised Land, and, and talking a big, you know, you, there's all different names for the for them, but if I'm just talking in a big way, like America... There's a lot of different people groups in America, right? So the Amorite clans in that area were, again, communing with the underworld again, and they beginning begin um, creating giants again. And they're probably lesser. They're probably smaller giants than what we saw before the flood, but they're doing the same thing. They're communing with dead spirits, <laughs> witchcraft, and... Uh, um you'll see that because it's, um, for instance, when Moses, um, one of the last wars that Moses took part in before he, before he was, um, before he died was against Og of Bashan and Og, you look into that guy and there's some weird, weird stuff going on with him. Um, even the region of Bashan is probably where the watchers had created their rebellion. Bashan has to do with serpents. Hmm. Uh, the kind of witchcraft that was going on there was, they were serpent worshipers and uh, um, Og, his bed was like four, about 14 feet tall and six or eight feet wide. So, and it mentions that in the scripture when they killed Og of Bashan, they said how big his bed was, which is not something you usually report in a, you know, like a death count or whatever. <laughs> so he was, was he a large? <laughs> he was probably a giant. So 14 feet in length. It was, nine, it was nine cubits by four cubits, which... Are you w- talking 14 feet up? No, I mean... 14 feet length? 14, five. the height of the bed was f- about 14 feet and about maybe six feet wide. I thought everyone slept on the ground back then. <laughs> Not Og, man. Og, uh, yeah. No, he had a big old bed. Nice. Unless everybody in his cabinet slept in there at the same time. Right. But.
0: Right. And then you have, you know, they were pretty small back then, so they had like <laughs> 70, 80 people in that bed. They could fit it easily.
1: Right. So the Amorite clans are communing with the dead. Okay. And they're creating refAM or giants, uh, Israel and Judah, over time, they're established as a kingdom, but then they're corrupted by Baal worship, and they begin to disintegrate from within. And uh, later on, Israel and Judah are destroyed by the Assyrian and Babylonian um, kingdoms. So that's the fallout from not following the Edenic mandate. That was that was the uh, that's the Old Testament uh, church, if you want to say that. So in the New Testament, God reestablishes his mandates with, with Edenic mandate with the church. Matthew 28, 19 and 20, you know, J- Jesus says, you know, go and make disciples of all the nations. Oh, I'm with you always, always, even to the end of the earth. I'm, I'm with you. Go do this stuff. Make disciples. Establish my will in heaven on earth. You know, you guys go do that. Right. So that's another that's another reset. And of course, over time, the church is corrupted through syncretism with false religion and false traditions. So mixing false religion in there that that has is not scriptural or is pseudo scriptural or, you know, and then traditions that have nothing to do with scripture. Um, And then I this is my own opinion, but I think the underworld, the fallen realm often contaminates church leadership. Hmm. and often contaminates popular opinion. So a lot of Christians have pop ideas that are contaminated. I mean, myself included, God is continually renewing my mind. Like, no, that's not in Scripture. Oh, I'm like, oh, that's right. Where did I get that idea from? You know, hmm. does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Well, you see it with the pastors all the time. Yeah. I mean, we've talked, I mean, Lincoln yeah. and I have talked about it right. multiple times. Yeah on yeah you know, Robbie zachariah to you know uh, what's the what's the guy's name who did um lowe mr. yeah mr yeah mr lowe and locally mm-hmm. the guy who is justin Bieber's mm-hmm. pastor yeah you know, i forget what his name
1: was yeah and i want them i mean I want them to be i want them to be re, i i don't hate these guys i mean I'm not happy about what's happened but um, you can be forgiven and reestablished. Um,
0: that's an easy one to. Uh, like, pastors, they're really. I mean, that's like a win when they fall because it hurts the church. Mm-hmm. And everyone who's already hurt by the church is like, yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. the reason why. It's like a double whammy. You know right. I mean? So, you know, someone who's not, let's say someone who's not a Christian does something bad. Right. Mm-hmm. It hurts the people that they do bad things to, but like not every, I'm maybe not, but let's say like someone who's been robbed when someone goes to jail for being robbed, you're like, yeah, good. Get, get him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, most of the time you don't even know if someone else has been robbed. It's not like a, like if someone robbed someone else, you're like, you know, if you've been robbed, let's say I was robbed and then someone later on a year later gets robbed and that person goes to jail. I'm not looking for that. And I'm not like justified when that guy goes to jail. Maybe not. I don't know. But you know, like, but for a Christian, someone who's been hurt by a church, when they see a pastor do something bad, they're like, yeah, that's right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody piles it, on. It tells me exactly what reason why. And they're, they are a little bit justified. Yeah. You know, when they're like, yo, this is why religion is bunk. Yep. You know, you're worshiping this dude who's evil.
1: And you're like yeah i mean i can't disagree with that yeah
0: see so yeah, it's just interesting
1: mm-hmm. so the church is corrupted through syncretism um it's contaminated by the fallen realm they 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 often pinpoint leadership but people's have opinions about the bible which are not really biblical and then the other thing i and again these are all shooting from the hips that i may add to them but the fallen realm is designing an army to war against God, just like at the Tower of Babel. Same thing's going on, and you'll see that in Revelation twelve 7. Uh, they're recruiting humans. They're, they're, there's two—okay, I, I, this is my opinion. There's two groups of people that the fallen realm is recruiting. They're recruiting humans who have rejected God to join them in the rebellion, and they're also recruiting believers who are biblically ignorant. Hmm. I mean, just, I know it's a slam, but. Get them. Get, yeah. But the thing so, is, like, most So now, most questions. I'm, I'm done with my uh, download, know. so. Most anyway.
0: Christians are, are biblically <laughs> ignorant. In the,
1: well, I mean, I'm biblically ignorant, you know, yeah. but but uh, but God keeps showing me stuff because I keep looking. Right. So, but there's a lot of people that aren't looking. They At all. At all. I think if they're looking. They're probably god spot. will guide them even the even the youngest christian that's just starting out yeah but those who just sit in the pews and do nothing and don't it, they don't run after god they're probably i don't know them yeah i don't know I, i'm i'm just shooting from the hip here so i don't have scripture for this i don't want i don't want to go down this road and be critical it it is the Bride of Christ and I want to be very careful because I'm part of the Bride of Christ.
0: So. Yeah, you just Well I'll say this, you're more likely to get recruited. Or at least you're just not paying attention. So it's probably better to be pay attention than to not yeah. pay attention. <laughs> right. In any situation. If you're driving, right? Don't you want to be paying attention to where you're <laughs> driving? <laughs> yeah,
1: good point. You know. It'd be nice to do
0: that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Why would you go to church and then not even like you don't believe it, don't go. Like there's so many so many better things you do on a Sunday. Yeah. You know, I don't know.
1: And a lot of people are doing other things in the church now. Yeah. So maybe they're being true to themselves. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Culturally, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: Yep. Which is maybe is this a good thing.
0: Yeah, churches. Uh interesting. You're talking about today at our church. People were talking about how they relate to other people. And it's not a inside of the church activity mm-hmm. they're relating and connecting to people outside of the church and it's been really rewarding for them
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's like yeah especially if you're like the only time you're ever spending time is inside of the church that gets kind of um you need outside's perspective
1: yeah i agree
0: yeah well interesting yeah um uh, yeah, you get you got the
1: four and the reasons why the four are. yeah and this is fresh Content, so so God may say, you know, Jay, you didn't think that out very well. Here's some more info. I don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, but again, I'm pursuing him, and I think that's why he keeps giving me information not not because I'm like this brilliant person. So
0: let's let's sum it up. So
1: Adam Nikosh, right? You mean Noah? Okay, Adam was yeah. Adam was given the mandate. But then the kosh messed it up. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yep. Okay. Yep. Noah was given the
0: next one, and then they started doing stuff later on. Right. Communing
1: with the underworld. Let's say. It yeah. Real simple. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Then you have Israelites, and then they started
1: communing with the underworld.
0: underworld. Yeah. Kind <laughs> of <laughs> uh-huh. like um, degrading yeah. from the inside. They just become disin- yep sh- they they self destructed self destructed yep. and then new church.
1: And communing with the underworld. Basically. Basically. I mean, I guess false religion is the underworld. It's and, it's di- and it disintegrates the church from within, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing over and over.
0: Yeah. 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 But starting with Nikash. Nikash was like a real easy one, but was, like Adam was unique too, in a way. Yeah. And he was trying to implode it from the, because he, and you said this like last Podcast, which was really interesting. Nikosh did this to really hurt God. Yeah. The reason why he did the whole thing, because he thought it was going to kill Adam. That's what he thought the whole thing was going to be kill God, which was going to hurt God. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hurt God, but that was the whole purpose of it. Just to be like, what's the best, best way we can really mess up his plans? Mm-hmm. So it's just that's just been the, the
1: recurring theme. Right. Those four times. Hmm. That is true. Yeah. Let's strike at the heart of God and let's use these stupid humans as puppets. Mm -hmm. And God keeps going, No, these humans, I love them. And maybe they're not supernaturally brilliant, but you're going to be subject to them someday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that ticks them off.
1: (laughs) That is a cool thing that he loves us, even
0: though we keep on being puppets. Like that's something good to remember. Yeah. You know, he's just at that level. Because I think a lot of deception that I've seen is people think God is this and it's like all of the negative things that they've experienced from humans, mm-hmm. they put that on God. You know? Right. It's like, okay, well, you gotta remember, eh, maybe God's not that. Yeah. Maybe he does just like love you mm-hmm. unconditionally. What's that even like? You know, instead of, yeah, God only loves me when I do the things right for him. Cause that's how uh, humans love me. Mm-hmm. And God, on the on the flip side, God's like, "Yeah, I'll, you know, you're gonna be a puppet, <laughs> a demonic puppet, but I'll still love you," <laughs> which is like wild in a way. It's definitely yeah.
1: wild. Uh, it's, yeah, that's why if I have such a heart for fathers to be the best they can. No father's perfect. You you can probably attest to that. Yeah. But um, let me tell you. <laughs> but if you love your kids. Um, you're showing the f- father heart of God. You know, if if you apologize to your kids, that's probably one of the best things you can do. I, I know I've I probably don't do it very often, but I've I've gone overboard on punishment or something here or there. I'm like, oh, that was wrong. I got to tell my kids I was wrong. Mm-hmm. They they're cool with that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's that, nice to hear that you're human. Yeah. You know, but but the, a father. I mean, moms are important. Don't hear me degrading moms, but fathers, you know, if you got a father that's only rule-based and and doesn't accept you unless you do these things, you know, th- then you're giving the child a really bad view of who God is. Mm. It, it shouldn't be that way, but that seems to be what happens. Yeah. So.
0: Well, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, <laughs> the... The older you get, the more you get to just see how things play out, mm-hmm. and you know, I've just seen that um, real strict not play out very well for a lot right. of people, and the things that they are hiding, trying to hide their kids from, their kids went right for it,
1: yeah, afterwards. So I've seen the real liberal turn out bad, and the real strict turn out bad. Yeah, real. It sounds like I'm trying to do a, a moderation, but I don't mean to compromise between things. I'm just saying, yeah, I don't know. Neither one works very well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think you can put your kids in a one size fits all. Right. Probably have to know them. <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So that's it. That's good. Um, where are we at? We have twelve minutes. Oh, we we're do good? have to go get ice. Okay. And propane. Um, this wasn't a long one. This is some good stuff. I will say, uh, we did get... Let me just run through these real quick. Jory texted us. And by us, Jory texted me. (laughs) Let me see he said. um, I'm a bad dad. I'm unavailable. (laughs) (laughs) He said... Oh my God, I'm famous now. They said my name on the dad cast. I love you guys. I said, you're you're our number one fan. Actually, you're our only listener. So you're naturally number one. So. No, there's more than, because there's other people there's, that listen. He also said he likes our podcast more than the Joe Rogan experience. What? Yeah. He says that Joe Rogan's, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell this. Sorry, Jory. <laughs> but it's good content. He said, um, sometimes I get tired of him gripping around the darkness. But he
1: appreciates us. Oh, that's cool. Coming through, so thanks, Joey. Yeah. Um, I did get something from James too. Let me. James is always encouraging. Nate, Nate's encouraging at church. He he, he may not have texted, but good old Nate Chupp and some other guys too have listened. And yeah, the beer and boys, a lot of them. Maynard loves it. Maynard's starting to listen now. Oh, yeah, Maynard's cool. Yeah, he's a cool man. Um.
0: Okay, here we go. Let's let me find it. Sorry, we've, t- we've texted a bunch. Uh, yo, okay. All right, so this is what he first said. He first said, um, latest dad cast was total Fire. Uh, super weird, but interesting for sure. He really enjoyed it. And then later, like a day later, two days later, he texts me. He says, yo, I listened to the dad cast again today because it was so good. I caught my, I caught a lot more nuggets and it blew my mind. So he listened to it twice. Wow. Yeah, double downloads
1: on that last guest, So that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I said. Maybe we should have everybody listen to it, <coughs> even if they don't listen to it, just play it like three or four or five, <laughs> ten times, and get your listenership listen? up, and then you get ads. You know, and yeah, no, no, I don't no. want that. You don't want ads, okay? I was thinking about that while we were
0: talking. I am like, this start right here, like this doesn't go anywhere. At least it's I, I enjoy it. Yeah, this will be for me, right? Though, yeah, I'll cool I with do that. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we don't need video. What market? Like, what, what market share am I going
1: to grab with some video? Nah. Yeah, you got to be a lot more entertaining on because vi- we're just sitting here talking back yeah. and forth, so. Well, I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'm cool with just us chatting about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have other things I want to talk to you about. I don't know if I want to say it on the DadCast. There's so much stuff that's been going through my mind this past week that I've been learning about mm-hmm. and seeing and um, thinking about, but I don't know if okay. I want to, like, I feel like this has been real nice. Yeah. Kind of well, it we up. can talk about it while we finish brewing, you know. Maybe if we want podcast a second time we could <laughs> talk about the kind of go a different direction. Double, okay. double podcast. Yeah. This uh beer we're about to brew, folks, is gonna be fire. So hopefully. Yeah. It's kinda cool that we get to sit down and brew. Yeah. Any last words? Anything you want to say?
1: No, keep keep getting interested in the Bible, man. It's awesome. I'm not disappointed after 40 years of being, of digging into it. So, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, that's a really good thing. Pay attention, I guess. That's another thing. That's like the half, half the battle is just being, paying attention. Yeah. I I mean, I don't, not to like the Bible or just, just around you, you know, yeah, there's a PSYOP, you know, God's love, Mm -hmm. you know, all the stuff. Like if you're not
1: paying attention, then that's just half the battle is just being present right Paying attention yeah. yeah i think that once you're alerted to it you're like oh that's what's going down that's that's the that's the uh uh i don't know what word to say but that's the deception that's trying to be put on me right now now nah, i'm not going there
0: yeah so that's good Yep. all right folks uh we'll catch you on the next that peace out peace